Hey everybody, thanks so much for joining us this week for another Prayer Thought podcast. I am your host, Clay Elliott, sometimes affectionately known as the Bowtie Prayer Guy. And uh, this podcast is brought to you by Contact Mission USA, which is a European and international church planting organization. And I get the great privilege of being the member care guy, which does all the counseling for our English speakers. And I also get to be the prayer dude. Uh, And so hence why we started a podcast on prayer. If you're tuning in again and uh, you've been following along, we're thankful that you're back with us uh, to talk about another barrier today. Uh, a barrier to intimacy with the Lord. Um, some of the excuses that we make uh, in coming to the Lord in prayer. Um, and if you have just now tuned in, thanks so much for giving it a go. What we're really about in this podcast is um, we want people to really connect with Uh, learning how to pray more personally in their walk with the Lord. I want to be able to help people connect with um, praying for missions and missionaries. And in so doing those two things, we're able to make Christ our treasure as we desire to do more and more biblical praying uh, and not just talking about it, right? So we're trying to talk through some things on this podcast so that we can actively do and engage in the discipline of prayer to the outermost uh, recesses of the world because the world needs the gospel. Amen? So, as many of you are probably this nagging question in your mind, I'm about to tell you, that I am absolutely, yes, wearing a bow tie today. And I'm going to describe it to you because everybody's curious. So, including me, in the morning when I pick one out. So, there you go. Today's bow tie is a pretty cool one, actually. It's all um, black on the uh, underneath, and then it has a ton of black and charcoal gray, orange, pink, and royal blue polka dots everywhere. So it's kind of psychedelic. Uh, Would not recommend trying to stare at it very long, but uh, it's fun. And um, this one is one that you have to be able to tie yourself because I am no stranger to the tie bow tie. So there you go. So today what we're going to do, let's jump right in. Um, and our barrier this week is this. It's asking a couple of questions. Why am I doing this thing called prayer anyway? And if God already knows what he's going to do, why am I praying in the first place? Any of you ever had those thoughts? I know that I have. Um, and I want to read a couple of quotes really quickly. One is by a guy named Michael Horton, and he says, People ask me, why pray if God is sovereign? And I respond, 
Why pray if he isn't? That's pretty profound. And then um, uh, 19th century, wonderful man of God, Oswald Chambers says, When a man is at his wit's end, it is not a cowardly thing to pray. It is the only way he can get in touch with reality. The first thing that I want to say about these questions, why am I doing this? And if God already knows, why am I praying in the first place? Because scripture really does make it clear that God changes his intended course of action at times. 2 Kings 20, 1 through 6 indicates this very plainly when God relented from killing King Hezekiah due to hearing Hezekiah's prayer. And there are other occasions like this in scripture, but let's not miss the deeper lesson here. So instead of only hearing my thoughts on these interesting, difficult, and often exasperating questions, I realized it might be helpful to get a number of established individuals' thoughts for the answers. So you're going to hear some quotes. Um, I don't normally do this because I like, uh, I, I like talking. Um, and I like having my, formulating my own thoughts, but I figure you might be really, really encouraged to hear some answers from people that have given this, uh, a real thought. So listen to this in an article by InterVarsity entitled, if God is in control, why do we pray? Eugenia Brown, who's the professor of history at Edgewood college sees prayer not as a laundry list of wants, but instead as a way to regain perspective in her relationship with God. She says, and I quote, We pray to deepen our relationship with God. We pray to remind ourselves of our place of humility, to remind ourselves that God is God and that we are not. To submit myself to God in prayer changes me. I believe that God loves me enough to want to transform me into all that he created me to be, but I must cooperate in that transformation. Every time I pray, I cooperate just a little bit more. So what a joy to hear someone say, when I'm able to submit my way to God's way instead, God is transforming my heart and I can cooperate and it goes very well when I'm in a communion with him in a way that pleases him because it's not me depending on me, it's me depending on God. In the same article, Mary Ann Volkel, uh, a missionary and former prayer coordinator for InterVarsity, says this, since God is a spirit and we cannot see him, Perhaps our interaction or our interactive prayer communication encourages our faith and develops intimacy and dependence. Actually, faith, as we pray, is developed through intimacy and dependence on a holy God. Hank Hanegraaff, a leading apologist, echoes this sentiment when asked, why should I pray if God already knows what I need? He says this, um, and this comes from another podcast 
oddly enough, called The One Minute Apologist. Um, and he says this, We need to realize that prayer is not just bringing our requests to God. Prayer is ultimately developing a relationship with the lover of our souls, out of which everything else flows. Jesus often went away to a quiet place because he desired to have fellowship with his heavenly Father. God not only ordains the ends, but also the means of our prayers, and that is enough for us to pray. So he desires to have fellowship with us because Jesus had fellowship with his heavenly Father. And that should be enough for us to pray. He goes on and he says, We want to be in line with God's will, and prayer is not so much about changing God's mind as it is to bring ourselves into alignment with God's heart. So, we find intimacy with God through communicating with Him in prayer. We go to Him in faith, knowing that He hears and answers all our prayers, according to 1 John 5.14. We're able to be confident that God knows and wants what is best for us. So ask that his will be done in all we seek from him, then thank him for it, even though it hasn't happened yet. And some of that came from uh, a quote by um, Terry Morrison, who's the director um, emeritus of InterVarsity Faculty Ministries. It seems like some people are really taking notice of why we should pray. It's not just because it's a command, but it's because Jesus modeled it. It's because our faith is bolstered. It's because our hope and our trust in the sufficiency of who God is and how good he is toward us is deepened as we go to him in prayer. In addition, Hebrews 4, 14-16 tells us we have the opportunity to pray boldly. It says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to the confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tested in every way as we are yet without sin. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us at the proper time. Boy, those are life-giving words, are they not? Above all, pray with sincerity, honor, and humbleness before your almighty God. The urgent request of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect, as James 5.16 says. So let's face it, God really does end up changing his previously intended course of action for his glory. Listen to that. It's for his glory. It's for his good purposes on the basis of the prayers of his people. If you don't believe me, look up Hezekiah, look up Moses, look up Abraham in the Bible, Jeremiah's instruction for the people of Jerusalem. And yet, 
often that didn't change uh, because, unfortunately, Jerusalem was was overtaken as well. But there are people in Scripture that had bold aspirations of prayer. I'm I'm thinking of of um, somebody that that would pray, "Hey Lord, if there are even five people in Europe that you want to save today." I pray that you would be willing to do that. That's powerful. Here's the key on these all too familiar barriers to prayer. What we do really does matter. Ask why asking why should I pray is like asking why I should eat lunch or breathe or wear clothes to work. Because God in his infinite goodness has ordained the ends and the means of our prayers and our lives, for that matter. Therefore, our prayers matter to Him. They should matter to us as well, in that we get to have this intimate and beautiful relationship with a God who truly does care. What an unspeakable joy to be able to come honestly, openly, to a Heavenly Father, even though He is omniscient and omnipotent and omnipresent, even though He is um, all-knowing, all-powerful, and ever-present, we have opportunity to go to Him in prayer and know that He hears us and know that He answers our prayers. So, People have all but forgotten about Europe at times and Europe's need for the gospel. The above thoughts indicate that we have the opportunity to change the very course of history with regard to people's faith in Europe. I'm very reminded right now of the war in Ukraine and versus Russia, and um, there are tragedy after tragedy, but also the gospel is being saturated in certain places in Ukraine and in Russia. And more and more people are coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ because people are praying and people are praying diligently and deliberately for God to do the most mighty, incredible things, even through some of the most difficult circumstances that these people will ever face in their lives. So, let that be our hope. Let that drive you this week, that we have the opportunity to be in God's presence every single day. It says in God's word that we are to pray without ceasing. So, let's do so. Pray and pray and pray and the God of heaven will part the heavens and come down. Okay, so as always, thanks so much for tuning in. Stay alert, stay focused, keep praying boldly, and we'll see you next week. Blessings. Blessings.